0: Hello everybody and welcome to that wrestling show the podcast where all pro wrestling matters and this is according to AEW the biggest weekend in the history of professional wrestling with the biggest show in the history of professional wrestling as you know fro is not going to be on the show this week he is in London going to attend the show this Sunday. So, stepping in this week, a very dear, close, personal friend of mine, he is the host of Now That's What I Call Podcasting, and the host of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Jim Boy Star.
1: That's right. I'm back here with some AEW stuff, and I'm excited about this overall. I I think I agree with what we were talking about off the air. It's like, it's not the best card, it's not the worst, we'll go on, things got changed this week, and... Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about if uh, those were good changes, bad changes, or whatnot. Right. Bill, I'm I can, so. I, I, one thing I did in preparation for this show is I listened to your last episode, and what's going on with Frodo and your mom? Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my. okay, so it's an inside joke. Like, he okay. has a crush on my mom, even though mm-hmm. my mom's been married to my dad for... 48 years so it's it's an inside joke is your like, dad my mom really likes fro you know so it's like oh she, you know i'm going to marry your mom so yeah
1: it's all an inside joke folks okay does he have a? does she have a picture of fruit
0: uh no but she does send her christmas or send him christmas cards time to time
1: wait well there's only one time to send christmas cards yeah, i know i know <laughs> I'll
0: I'll have to get you now on the Christmas list. The plot
1: thickens with the the love triangle that's currently going on, apparently.
0: Yeah, the the love triangle no one has talked about. Okay, Um, so before we get to all in, we have to talk about, and, and I'm only bringing this up because Jim was so quote unquote excited about talking about this off the air. Hulk Hogan's appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast, which, Jim, I'll be honest with you, I have never heard one episode of his podcast.
1: I, the only one I, so let me just make this clear right now to everyone, I am not a Joe Rogan fan at all. Other than this episode, the only other time I listened to him was, oh God, who was it? Who was on there? Uh, Dana White. I think okay. that's who it was, and that was years ago. But what, here's, what, here's why I was listening to this one, though. So Joe Rogan is the so-called fact-checker, and he's going to be – I mean, I guess people don't call him that, but people seem to go to him for, like, you know, some of their political points. Right, and right. So I'm like, hmm, what does the so-called fact-checker – what happens when the so-called fact-checker – goes one-on-one <laughs> with the ever-lying Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and I was like, this this might be interesting. To be honest with you, it's a three-hour show. I only made it to the first two hours. <laughs> um, because H- not only was Hogan lying... Okay, the biggest example that I could think of right now is the one I told you about Brock Lesnar, and yes. they're talking about him... How he did UFC, yeah. and Hulk Hogan was like, "I'm the first person that, you know, was that met up with Brock after UFC, indicating a match." And there's mm-hmm. no truth that, to that at all because right. Brock Lesnar went to UFC. He made his return to WWE in 2011, I believe, maybe 2012. Uh, yeah, around that time. It, but that doesn't even matter because Hulk Hogan was in TNA Wrestling. So there's no way that could have happened. <laughs> then there was a thing. Oh, let me see if I, I should have had this right for you. Then he went on a, another show. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is the Hulk Hogan. He's, got, he's definitely promoting something. Like, okay, so this is. He was also on an interview with Muscle and Health magazine. Okay. And this one, he talks about the kid who he made the song on his yes. album. Yes, I was going to bring that up. So, but here's the thing. Not only does he apparently say that this kid died during the event, but if you listen to the clip, you know he mentions Simon Cowell and that he came in, he says Simon Cowell came in to help with the wrestling album. Right. And, which we know is not true. It was WrestleMania, the album, Simon Cowell came in. And, according to Hogan, he insinuates that, yeah, then Simon, we were telling Simon he shouldn't go back to the UK. He should stick around in the United States. And, so he he is trying to take credit for Simon Cowell's success in the United States, oh, that's what I got from that. Oh, it's crazy, oh
0: Bill! Absolutely crazy. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's kind of funny in, in a—I don't know in what way. I, I'm sure someone will figure out the wording here. That we're bringing up the song about the kid in Wembley Stadium when we're going to be talking about a show in Wembley Stadium in a little bit.
1: Which, by the way, that's the other issue here, is he keeps saying Wembley Stadium, but he wasn't in Wembley Stadium. He no. was in, in Wembley Arena, I, th- right. I believe. Right, so he's confusing the two there, which, okay, I might give him a little slack. Yeah, but yeah. But here's, here's my favorite quote, and I requoted this on X. Uh. Right. From Dan Prague Rock, he wrote, Hogan wrote Hulkster in Heaven in 92. In memory of a kid at Wembley he saw when he wrestled for WCW there in 1994. Oh, then was so impressed with the album sales at the time travel uh, that he tried to travel back to 85 with Simon Cavill to <laughs> produce the wrestling album for WWF. Why won't you believe him? <laughs> by the way, that's the other thing he was missing. He said that the um the album that Simon Cowell worked on with the wrestling one mm-hmm. went to number one on the charts. That certainly did not happen.:
0: Right, and we did that album on
1: um, I we reviewed it years ago and you know what and you know what I did look on the u k charts to see if maybe one of those albums did get to like number ten there, but not number one.
0: Hey it, it, the fact that it was a top 10 album is you know something in I forgot
1: know. which one of the three if it was the wrestling album, Pile Driver or WrestleMania the album, but I did look and I was like, all right, this went to 10. Okay. I'm Not I, one. I would put my money
0: on WrestleMania the album.
1: That's, I think so too. You know, I mean and it, there wasn't even the pro wrestling's or WWE's highest st- selling album. I think that still is a volume, volume 5.
0: Life. Four or five. No, yeah. volume, right.
1: no five, because that, that was the rock in his stupid pie song. Right. <laughs> um, you know what?
0: Um, and, and I was actually thinking about this while you were talking. Yeah. Um, Another friend of mine, um, he, the last several months, he's done AI videos of, like, Gorilla Monsoon. Okay. And he put out one today of Gorilla Monsoon and Hulk Hogan. From okay. basically doing the Rogan interview, okay, and it's so funny because like he's at one point he's like, "Well, you know, I uh, I, I played bass with the Rolling Stones and uh, we sold out Iowa, brother."
1: Now it's the Rolling Stones. It used to be Metallica. Metallica, right? And then apparently there was an interview where they asked Lars about, and he's like, "No, we never did that."
0: No, no, you know, we we never did that, you know. Or I don't know
1: anything about that. I forgot the exact quote, but it was mentioned to Lars at some point. I re- like, I vaguely remember this.
0: Like he made like like I didn't listen to him when he was in Deep Purple, but you know I I don't remember him being in Deep Purple because you know I'm Lars. <laughs> no, but but no, I mean no. I'll, I'll send you the link when we're when uh, when this is over, so you can okay. watch it because. It's so funny because he mentions, among other things, like WrestleMania 3 and like how it was like, well, I can only lift 50 pound, you know, 50 pound uh, dumbbells while he could be lifting a, you know, he could pick up a truck. <laughs> and he weighed like 900 pounds and he shit on me during the match. <laughs> All
1: right, Bill, no, we got to get back on track. All right, Hogan, you know what? Unfortunately, I have a feeling if he is making the media rounds the next 48 hours, before, you know, I probably will have even more, but we'll not be able to talk about it. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, good old Now, Hogan. Spe- speaking of, like, exaggerations, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the term that All In is using of the biggest wrestling show ever? Because I do feel like that's a bit of an exaggeration, for sure. I
0: agree, yeah.
1: Um, This year, definitely the biggest show of the year, I I think. Okay. of all time,
0: no. Okay, I'd agree with you on the biggest show of the year. Yes. Because WrestleMania was
1: two nights, LA, blah, 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 blah. And we've seen, they've done it for years. Yeah, they've done it for years. But more specifically, all in... Is trying to do well. They shouldn't say trying because they've sold a good amount of tickets at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, They're doing this, and it's the first times a promotion so new has probably done this maybe ever. I mean, they are what less than five years old, right? Yeah, less than
2: five. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And because I because I'm going to
0: get into a little bit in a couple of minutes, like how this all came together. But and I was thinking about it while watching uh, the Osprey Jericho segment which i thought was well done you know cuz osprey was osprey was very different in that segment mm-hmm. like he was kind of like trying to be something else that he wasn't you know what i mean yeah um but jericho saying and i'm and i'm glad you brought this up now cuz i probably would have forgotten to bring it up while we were previewing the matches Jericho saying this is bigger than any WrestleMania he's ever been in is probably the one of the truest statements I've heard all year. And he main evented a WrestleMania when his match technically wasn't
1: even the main event. <laughs> and we've talked about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what would you say, other than this event, would you say is ahead of it? Trying to play the. AEW fanatic card here and like them saying like, no, it is the biggest event of all time. Cause I would say probably either WrestleMania one or WrestleMania three. I is would... probably above this as charms and importance.
0: Okay. As far as, as importance goes, uh, I definitely have three in the list. I think three is either at the top or near the top. Now that you mentioned the first WrestleMania, I would actually put it on that list as well, and I, I think I'd put one more. Um, I'd put seventeen on that as well, Cons- only because of not not only because of the card, but what happened the week leading up to it with them buying WCW. Right? Because we've you and I on many different podcasts throughout the years have said like we've been in a dead horse with this how. We both have said that show is like the unofficial end of the Attitude Era. Yeah, for sure. Um, the only other show that I can think of, off the top of my head, and and maybe I'll get—I don't know—I'm—I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Because I because I want to have a little bit of an argument with this. Sure. The night Goldberg beat Hogan for the belt, and I'll explain why. Okay. They're in Atlanta. WCW, it's their home, you know, their hometown. Georgia Dome. One of at the time one of the biggest venues I think in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest attendance they ever get. They have a new star right there in the making. Like he's right there. Right. And you're gonna have this match with Hogan on live on free t v basically mm-hmm. and um, I did talk about this on uh the d k and Bill wrestling podcast, where we covered goldberg's w c w run, and no, I would say those four, I would say, as far as importance wise are ahead of this show, all in okay, but as far as all in. This year, I, I do believe it's the biggest show of the year. I do think it's one of the biggest shows in a long time. Yes, for sure. In a long time. I'm not on the boat yet saying it's one of the biggest shows ever. Maybe I will be after the weekend is done. But what we've learned already... Is the fact that another promotion not named WWE can get 80,000 plus. And this is a legit 80,000 plus. Mm -hmm. This isn't, you know, papered in of, oh, you know, they actually sold. Seventy five thousand and gave five thousand away.
1: Right. I mean, that's the whole discourse now. To the, I mean, Jesus. I uh, I, I hear people now talking about what was it um turnstile counts. I'm like, we've never ha- had any of this ever talked about before. But because it's AEW, like, there's that one fan base that's like, no, we got to make sure we do all we can to take this away from them. Like, have yeah. you ever heard anyone talk about turnstile things? ever in your history of watched pro wrestling before this event? No, because when
0: I grew up, you know, it was like you watched, you know, you could watch one or you could watch both, and it was totally fine. It was acceptable. Mm-hmm. Now today it's like, oh, if you watch this, you're not a real fan. Right. So, no, but I, I yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from on that. Like, and that and that's part of the problem with wrestling fans in general today is like you can't be for both sides. Right, you have to be for one side or the other. You can't be for both.
1: I mean, I know I'm probably guilty of being on the AEW side. To be fair, but also, I don't know. I just feel like I'm. I'm not as. I, I mean, I'm not watching WWE, so like, there's right. not really much that I can comment there. I know a few things here and there because it shows up on a feed. Probably because I like AEW stuff, so thinks that by default I'd like WWE things and they would be wrong. But and like I said, that's it's it, it's good for AEW. It's having this event even sell as much as it did is just good for pro wrestling in general.
0: It is, it is.
1: But I've I've known you long
0: enough to know when WWE does something right, which is not that often
1: not in the last 10 years that often to me like you talk to me in the 2000s and the and the 90s there's a lot that i liked there for sure but you would but you give them credit where it's due sure
0: when we've lost you know you have given them credit so yeah i mean i don't know I, i guess it's just the fact that maybe a certain group of people do not want AEW to succeed. And... I would.
1: I would argue it's a group of people that doesn't want AEW not to succeed, but not to exist. Right. Some people don't want that alternate. They just want one. WWE. Yeah, they want one. They they want one brand and nothing else. I mean, let's face it. We. I, I'll be honest with you. I feel like the the same way when I was like following Impact Wrestling ten years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same thing, except the only, the, well, the main difference is that, I mean, Impact kind of, you know, did themselves into that, the, that spot, whereas AEW's not really doing that. They, they're they delivering on their pay-per-views. Um, I don't think I've ordered a AEW pay-per-view and said, oh, that sucked completely. Right. Like, maybe there's something I didn't like, which is, you know, whatever, but, and there's things on this I don't like, and we'll talk, right. about. Yeah, so talk you, about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Do you have any like news that you want to bring up because I know you usually do these things during the beginning of the show? Um, I don't know like D, do I don't know what you do. I haven't been on in
0: a while. I mean, there hasn't been anything, but what I was going to do was kind of do a quick like rundown of how we got to this point. Okay, that's fun. Okay. And 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 I'm not going to talk about the first all-in because we all know about. Although although um you can pre-order the DVD and Blu-ray of the very first All In. Mm-hmm. Um, For a limited have, time. Yeah, and they have edited some stuff out. I kind of knew in my head what it was going to be, so.
1: Um, let me guess. It was um, Joey Ryan stuff. Yes, that's one. On
0: that
1: oh, there's more. See, I don't remember the first. Uh...
0: Yeah, the, the the penis druids.
1: Right. That's what I was thinking of. There's more than that?
0: Yeah, apparently the other one is... Steve Amell? Uh No, uh, the Marty Scurll match. Oh, I forgot that he was on that card. With Okada. So they just take it off completely? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to guess maybe. Okay. So, all right. So, a quick rundown of how we got to this point. So, it begins a few days after WrestleMania, actually. I didn't realize how... Long ago it was. I thought it was longer. But on the April 5th episode of Dynamite, AEW announced that they would revive the all-in name for a major event to be held at Wembley Stadium in London, England, on August the 27th, titled All-In London at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, that one really stuck very well. It's just (laughs) all-in. Tickets went on sale May the 5th. During the pre-sale on May the 2nd, the show sold over 36,000 tickets, garnering $4.7 American dollars in revenue, setting the AEW record for attendance and live game. And that's before the tickets went on sale. And before any announce, matches were announced. Exactly. And, and that's the key thing to keep to remember. Those numbers reached over 43,000 and 5.7 million dollars respectively the next day. After sales opened on May the 5th, Ticket sales hit 60,000 with 7.7 million dollars in revenue. By the 28th of July, prior to any matches being announced, the event had sold 70,400 tickets Excuse me, with a gate of $9 million. The event is estimated to break the paid attendance record for a professional wrestling event with a reported 80,846 tickets distributed as of August the 18th, overtaking WrestleMania 32 in 2016, which had the paid attendance record of 80,709 although WWE officially recognizes an inflated marketing number of 101,763. This is not including Collision in Korea, the two-day event in April 1995, which is a wonderful episode of Dark Side of the Ring. It is. Never it, which holds the record for the largest attended professional wrestling event, as although tickets were sold, many of the spectators attended for free. The event's expected live gate of over $9 million will additionally break Collision in Korea Day 2's record of $8.5 million, although various WrestleMania events have disputed live gates larger than $8.5 million, but we're not going to get into that. We Mm -hmm. really aren't. But I will say this, and I think we have to separate WrestleMania and All In. When you're talking about WrestleMania, especially the last, what, three, four years, Jim? Oh,
1: yeah, because of the two-night
0: thing. Yeah, Exactly. It's two nights. This is one day. This is one day, one show. It's The, the gate is over $9 million American. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest gate in the history of wrestling.
2: Yeah.
0: And we didn't even have a match announced until almost four weeks ago. And I think that's the that I think to me is the most incredible part that they were able to have that many tickets sold and make that much money without one match announced until like four weeks ago.
1: Right. Not only that, but this is it's not like this event was a yearly thing like a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam. Right. Or, you know, if you're going to compare it with other promotions not like bound for glory or Mm -hmm. you you get what i'm saying yeah yeah
0: uh, this is yeah this is like there's the second ever all in
1: right and and they the first one was years ago it was in um like 2018
0: Uh, yeah because then they started in
1: 2019
0: right and that was all because of a bet that Cody and the Bucks made with Dave Meltzer that no independent show could draw 10,000 people in arena. Well, it did. Right. (laughs) So now,
1: (laughs) now they're making history again.
0: Yes. With their first ever London show, first ever UK show, with the biggest attendance in forever, probably of all time, probably, Mm -hmm. that being the key word, with the biggest gate of all time. But before we get to this, there had been reports that had come out the last week, week and a half that I had not known about, that Wembley Stadium over a year ago offered WWE the chance to have a show at Wembley Stadium. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, this just came out like a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago. WWE is like, nah, we're not going to do it.
1: How could you not? (laughs) Yeah, I don't... That's a very weird decision. I agree.
0: I I mean, they did do the... What was it? Clash at the Castle last year, which was a pretty good show. Like, it it really was, but you get offered Wembley, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. That's like saying, if, Jim, if somebody called you tomorrow, and they're like, Jim... I'm such and such from Madison Square Garden. We would like you and Bill to do a live recording of Bill learns Kingdom Hearts in Madison right. Square Garden.
1: Knowing you, I think you'd take the chance. Oh, hundred percent! I'd bring. I'd even buy a keyblade for
0: the occasion. <laughs> I'd. I'd. I'd try to get my whole family up there. I'd be like, whatever, do whatever you can. Get my family into the garden, right? And yeah. I'm like, front row. I don't care, you know. No, I
1: 100% would do that, yeah. Yeah. So, it's just like...
0: Why would you... Uh, But, again, it's WWE. They've done dumber stuff than that, but... Mm -hmm. All right. So, I do have the entire card in front of me.
1: Yes, there's Um, a lot of matches. Maybe more than there should be, but I feel like that's a complaint I always have with AEW. I think there's one...
0: I, th- I think one more that they had than I would have liked, but that's just me. Okay. Um, so obviously we're doing this after Rampage, so depending on and how co- – And
1: also, should we know, a collision was taped, so that's eight, why we're right. pretty sure that this is going to be yeah, it. Exactly. So hopefully if anything does change, it's not our fault. Exactly. So if you if you go to your bookie
0: and be like, hey, I'm going for this, this, and this, and then something changes, don't blame us. Right. Okay, so we're going to start with the zero-hour matches. And Mm -hmm. as of this recording, there are only two matches, which I think is the right call. But again, I think they have one too many matches. Right. So we'll start with the one that has pretty much been advertised for the last several weeks. Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles, Aussie Open defend against MJF and Adam Cole.
1: I am, first of all, very relieved that, for the most part, this is the only Ring of Honor thing, because I am definitely one of these fans that are like, I don't want Ring of Honor on my AEW shows at all, even though I know, like, like Claudio is technically Ring of Honor and some other Samoa people. Joe. so, so some, Samoa Joe should not be a ring of honor person. He should be an AEW person, but we'll right. we'll get to that later on. Yeah. Um so I am really confused. What do you think about this decision of having MJF and Adam Cole wrestle twice? Um it's very
0: let out of left field.
1: Yes. Because I don't know if they've ever done this before.
0: Have no, someone not that I...
1: wrestle twice in, in a row? Or well, not in a row but in a in a night? Yeah, especially one of them being, like, the pre-show match. Right.
0: Now, Fro had an idea. I don't think they're going to go with it, but he had an idea of, why don't you have this match, y- you have the match, and then you've already got them out there. Why not have the title match be the
1: first match of the show? That's what I had in mind as well. I don't know if maybe you're mixing me and Frode up, but if not, then... Maybe, maybe I two, am. Then two, I great am. Mind, two great minds think alike, Frode, if that's the case. But yes, <laughs> if this is... if See, but here's the thing. This, that was... I said that to you... Yes, you were. Before, before I knew that Jack Perry was fighting Hook. Now wow. this all changes, because if the actual opening match is the tag team match, then I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. But if jack perry versus hook is the very first match then i think they might yeah uh i don't i have a feeling and honestly i actually thought the hardys were gonna win on dynamite (laughs) because i think (laughs) because i was like okay hardys went on dynamite they're not doing anything with them anyway and it would be an easy way for them to get the hardys on the show quite frankly i'm kind of surprised that this show has no hardys on
0: well, I I'm wondering. Or well, wait, maybe Jeff to... Kiko. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Okay,
1: uh, so I don't think MJF and Adam Cole win. I think Aussie Open wins, and I hope that's the last I see of Ring of Honor for the entire night, other than Samoa Joe, I guess.
0: Um, I, I I can tell you that uh, Jacob, my nephew, one of my nephews. Yeah. Uh, he has tried the kangaroo kick on me. Okay, does correct. Um, it's fifty-fifty. <laughs> like if if you get kicked in the right area, it can work. And I and I'm not talking about the groin area. I'm like below the groin, but um, it, it depends. So if they do go for the kangaroo kick, uh, I don't know how it's gonna work. By the way, the other
1: th- the other thing I noticed about this, so I'm, I think it's pretty crazy that in theory, they closed their go-home show of of Dynamite to hype up the dark match. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: As far as this match goes, I agree with you. I I see Aussie Open retaining the titles. Um, There's no need, honestly, for MJF or Adam Cole to have the Ring of Honor tag titles. Not saying that, you know, the the Ring of Honor tag titles don't mean anything. I I, uh, am. But it's beneath them. It it is. It just Mm -hmm. is. Not spinning on the history of the belts, but it's just beneath them. So I I think Aussie Open retains. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Now to the other pre-show, zero-hour match, whatever you want to call it, Jim brought up. Jack Perry defends the FTW title against Hook. So this
1: is a – look, I'm a Hook fan. I like Hook. Mm -hmm. and. But I feel like this match should have just been done at All Out. I agree. There's You, you know, like, they've already had that. Kind of way you could you can at least build some things for All Out without it coming into this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I mean, I know at one point people thought this was going to be Jack Perry versus Rob Van Dam. Right. Um, obviously not the case, but I did think that maybe it was leading towards someone else not being hooked. Fighting Jack Perry for this, mm-hmm. I knew Taz Te- was pretty adamant about it not being him, so I kind of right. figured that it wasn't going to be Taz. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you think? Are you surprised that it's not someone else, or are you? See, like, the, I guess my only thing
0: would be, who else of the ECW, you know, quote unquote, originals are there that could do this? I True. Mean, I Obvi- I mean obviously like the first answer people would probably say is Tommy Dreamer but right. I think he has a thing with impact so that doesn't work Raven I don't think wrestles anymore but he had but I think he is in either NWA or MLW um I I have seen that recently so I don't know if he could do it I don't know what Sandman is doing these days um I think if Lance Storm was like would consider doing one more match maybe Lance but I don't think he would as much right. as I like as much as I like the person Lance Storm there's not too many people of the original ECW where you could be like okay yeah he could face Jack Perry so I'm 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 fine with it with Hook being in this cuz I think he's great I really do
1: I like I said I like Hook I just I just don't it seems like kind of a waste of time to have them fight to to go mouth to mouth with Jerry Lynn to then bring Rob Van Dam to just go back to Hook right like well another idea that I had was you know even if it wasn't first off no matter what I don't think an FTW title match should be on this show it should be on All Out let me get yes. that but. When it comes to the next port part, I would have been like, hey, why don't you find a current wrestler that's not being used that maybe he's like, oh, he was the biggest ECW fan and mm-hmm. his, his generation is fighting for ECW on their behalf because right. they know that they're... And I don't know who that could have been. I don't know if that could have been a real ECW fan or if it's just someone that they just aren't going to bring in to say... He right. was an ECW fan, but uh, I figured that was the route to go.
0: <laughs> you could get Sign Guy. <laughs> sign Guy, yeah, sure.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I mean, well this this roster, there's plenty of people. I'm sure you could have found somebody. Mm-hmm. Even if it was one of these people that work um, – I guess they don't have Dark anymore, do they? No. Well – Either way, I think Jack Perry wins this. Mm. Because, again, if it goes, I'll actually be kind of annoyed if it goes, though, because I'm like, I feel like nothing was progressed in the story at all. Right. Because um, um, Hook didn't even have anything
3: to
0: do with Jerry Lynn or Rob Van Dam. No, he never did. I think I'm going to go the opposite route on this one. I think Hook's going to win the belt back. Not, be, not not because you know Jack's not doing a good job, which he is. I, I think he's getting better and better at being a heel. You do know, you like I, his?
1: Go ahead. I said, did you like his Fantasia two thousand music? Yes. <laughs> I
0: was like, this is the first time in the history of of life where Beethoven's been booed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think Jack Perry as a heel will get better. Over time, I think so too. Um, I think this was kind of a test run, and they may not be done after this Sunday, they might, you know,
1: meet up again next week. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, you can they're probably going to carry one or two of these things to right all out because yeah. you only have one dynamite and collision. I'm going to assume that they're doing the same thing they did this week where they're taping collision after dynamite for next week, too. I mean, that would make sense to me, but I don't know, right. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to say Hook wins the belt back. Okay. Now, before we go to the main show, because we're about to hit it right now, mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you something for discussion, because I feel let's get the dark matches out of the way before we talk about yes, this. Yes, yes. So one thing that I'm very happy about with this card is everyone on this card deserves to be there in terms of they worked hard all year round except for maybe like one person. That's even iffy. Um, As opposed to a WrestleMania card or a SummerSlam card, which, you know, I always complain about because they always have like three or four matches that are part-timers. This is a great, to me, this is a great message to show your roster in that, okay, maybe you didn't get on the card, but look, there's no part-timers on this card. Everyone on this card has fought to be here and have done has done Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. so i am very happy about that for the most part and then even the one
0: or two people because one of them we'll we'll talk about it a little later yeah i'm curious if you're thinking of the same people i am but go ahead that, that got pulled out you know it's like hey we're not pulling you out because we don't think you deserve to be on the show you know it's just we kind of had to change it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that one of the two won't still be on the show. And when we get to that match, I'll explain why I think that person will. And then when we get to another match, I'll do the why this person actually isn't on the show. So
1: Okay. And by the way, for anyone that follows me on Matt's podcasting on Instagram, I'm going to start – or throughout the weekend, I've been having – um, just shouting out my favorite AEW wrestlers. I'm kind of going to, you know, probably share. I, I might watch All In again before the current All In, the, two mm-hmm. top, the 2023 All In, um, if I can. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's uh, basically I'm just saying there's going to be a bunch of AEW stuff on there. Yeah. Probably clips and stuff of wrestlers that I like. Now, the other question I had, Bill, is because it's modern day wrestling. And I know you know how I feel about this. Because yes. it's modern-day wrestling. Apparently, you can't have an event unless there's a surprise, because otherwise people are disappointed. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's going to be any surprises, even though most, for the most part I think that I would just like to see a roster just delivered by themselves and not rely on surprises or returns or anything like that?
0: I can't think of anything that would be a surprise. I really can't.
1: See, I I have – okay, what do you you know? Because I know
0: when you and I talked recently, you had mentioned an individual whose last name is eight letters long. No, you could say him. Okay, Goldberg. Ugh. But I don't think – something would have happened by now if Goldberg – you know, if they had mentioned Goldberg. I really do.
1: And I'm going to say the same thing that I told you. If Goldberg appears on this show, then I'm convinced this company has lost their way. There is... I can't think of anyone that fits less than Goldberg in this company. This is a company that was founded on, like, The Alternative, alternative, Mm -hmm. and people like Kenny Omega and The Young Bucks and all these ideas and MJF and... Orange Cassidy, you know, all these guys. Mm-hmm. Goldberg doesn't fit that vision. It would be like if Hulk Hogan went to ECW for, to me.
0: <laughs> you know something, you, brother?
1: I wrestled in the ECW
0: arena, and we packed 20,000 people in there,
1: brother. Yeah, and then Sandman smacks the hell out of him with a
0: Singapore cane. <laughs> and then Sandman died the next day, dude. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Um, so, yeah, I would be very upset by that. Now, another rumor that I saw was... Um, Mercedes,
0: how do you say your last oh, name man? Mercedes
1: Monet. Right, yeah. Because that would make sense. After the women's match, you have a clear cha- champion that someone comes and wants the shot. So, I mean, I don't want to see it, but I, mean, I can see where that would happen. I think that could happen only because
0: she should be back to 100% from the... The break, the angel, or the angel, the ankle break from a few months ago. So she should be close to being back. If she does Mm -hmm. it here or not, I don't know. I really don't know.
1: I'm trying to think if I saw someone else that people rumored. Um, hmm. Didn't some people rumor Edge? Okay, okay, thank you for bringing that
0: up because Edge put out a video Thursday morning on his deck while drinking a cup of coffee um, saying that WWE sent him an offer. It's in his inbox, but he hasn't really looked at it yet. Mm -hmm. So my thinking is Edge is probably just going to take time off. He doesn't really need to do anything, go anywhere. He's probably going to spend time with his daughters. Correct but, me if
1: I'm good,
0: yeah. But I have heard that
1: one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Ed say something similar to that before the Royal Rumble? He came back, either he didn't sign a contract or he wasn't going to be at the Royal Rumble. I'm pretty sure he did. He,
2: he
4: might
1: Because be, I remember being mad about it. And I'm yeah, like, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so, yeah, why the hell would I believe him? I'm not saying he's going to show up here, but him saying he's not coming in doesn't make me believe him at all because of And, years then, ago. and then I threw out the question
0: to Jim about yeah. Goldberg, like,
1: what if he's just in the audience? Does that count? <laughs> and, I, okay, and I'll tell people exactly, I was like, is he, well, the question was, is he pointed out on the camera? Good point. And what did you say? I think I said yes. Yes, and then I said, well, then they didn't just fly him in here to put him on. They didn't not charge. First off, Goldberg wouldn't go to a wrestling event for fun. Exactly. That was what the stance was. He wouldn't go to a wrestling event for fun because he hates wrestling. And, yeah, so if he's in the audience, then, of course, he got paid for it there. Because, again, he's not paying to go there for fun.
0: But, as I told Jim, Yes. And I have to kind of remind myself this as well. His son is starting college, like, v- probably right now as we're speaking. Yeah, maybe. And, he's, and he's playing football at Alabama. So he's mm-hmm. probably helping his son, you know, get ready for college to be at Alabama. So, right.
1: Because he turned out to be such an accomplished football player.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, Alabama is a school in the south. Oh, JR, is that you? <laughs> they won't let me come because I want to talk about football, but their football is different. Their football sucks.
1: Well, Boomer Sooner. Um, yeah,
0: exactly. I asked them if they do what Boomer Sooner is, and they were like, what the hell's a Sooner?
1: The sad thing is I only know – what a Boomer Sooner is only because of Jim because Ross.
0: Of J R. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I know Alabama. Alabama is a uh, roll tide, I believe, right? Yeah, it is. Thank, thanks, Conrad Thompson. <laughs> that's, again, my football knowledge only comes from pro wrestling related. There was a quote the other day I heard somebody just make up like Rick Flyers, my dad. <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, good luck getting an inheritance for that one. <laughs> Oh, maybe, hey, what are the chances that Flair shows up?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and CM Punk fights him because, I don't know, it feels well, like sometimes he's he wants to be the modern-day Hogan.
0: Now, now, I don't know, because we had talked about last week.
1: We're going to get back to the card, folks. We are. We will. We promise. We, we talked about. We did the dark matches now that we're doing the pre-show before the main card, right? Now. Yes.
0: We're getting the pre-show right now. <laughs> Um, no, it, but it hadn't been confirmed, but it's been noticed that Andrade and Charlotte may have divorced. Oh, like okay, they're not following each other on social media. Rick's not following him on social media.
1: God, there's a sign of the times that that's how you know not from the people that you that actually said it, it's because they're not following certain people.
0: And we were like, like, people have been like, oh, Charlotte's 0 for 3 in marriages, just like her
1: dad. Hey, hey, I think my sister is on her third marriage. <laughs> my no, mom certainly married three times,
0: that's for sure. Hey, it took Rick until his fifth marriage to finally settle down. Oh, yeah, he's got more. Yeah, he's got like five or – yeah. Fifi the maid. Fifi the maid. That's what I forgot about I'm, that. I'm, I'm sure she's a wonderful person. I really am.
1: Do you oh. have proof of that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I did. You know what? Was she on Celebrity? Remember really, what they used to do—Celebrity uh, uh, Swap, where they'd like swaps. Like
1: you're—you might be right. I'm trying to think who she. There definitely was a wrestler on. Yeah, it on that. it was Flair and Piper. I'm yes. to remember
0: if... Why do I think involved. that Mick
1: Foley was on one, too? Maybe I'm wrong with that, but I feel like Foley was on one. Okay, of
0: that guys. would have been a funny-ass episode of Foley. May- I, might be, Foley. I might
1: be wrong, though. I don't, I don't really know. But you're right. There's definitely... He was on with someone. And you're right. It might have been Piper.
0: Okay, real quick. Now, now you got me thinking of Foley here. So I've been Is watching... Is he going to be at All in I wish, but he won't. No. um, No. So I've been watching the Little League World Series this week. I actually watched a little
1: bit myself while I was in a bar. Oh. And I have to say that I was interested because they would give stats on, like, this one kid's favorite Sloan was Barbie World from Nicki yes. Minaj and Ice Spice and Aqua. <laughs> so, okay. So, for, like, this last
0: week, they've been playing this commercial for this movie. It's a, a baseball movie. It's supposedly based on a true story about this kid who, like, was told, like, oh, he's never going to be able to run or, you know, do anything because of his legs. And um, Randy Quaid... No, Dennis Quaid is in it. Mm. So there's a part in there, in the trailer or commercial, where the wife, you know, is like, but doctors have told him he would never do anything. And then she goes, like, how many more miracles do you need? And I kind of do it in my Mick Foley impersonation. Like, oh, how many miracles do you need?
1: Oh, have a nice day, Bill.
0: <laughs> that could have been a Big Foley promo. <laughs> could have been.
1: Could have been. Um, it, could have, it could
0: have been his cactus jack. <laughs> like, how many miracles do you I need? Mean,
1: I mean, he does cameos, so you can go and get a cameo of him saying that, theoretically. <laughs> I think it costs a good a good amount. I mean, yeah,
0: that, that was my thing. If he didn't cost so much, maybe I'd have him. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you know, if everything costs like twenty dollars, I would just have random people from Cavius say random things to me. <laughs> I don't think I ever told you this. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna say it real quick. So sure. a couple years ago, uh, Jim sends me a cameo. Right. Okay. And it's Katie Forbes. So in the cameo, uh, she starts singing a Christmas
1: song. Right, I asked her. I gave her a choice of two. Oh, Santa Baby, that was it. Right, but she also I told her in the cameo, sing either Santa Baby sexy or sing Grandma got run over by a reindeer.
0: That would have been funny. My mom actually was singing along as she was singing. <laughs> <laughs> so in a few years. We're gonna work out Katie Forbes and my mom duetting to Santa Baby. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. There we go. I don't know how that's gonna look. Don't but... forget to send. Don't forget to send out the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, By the way, he's at all. He's at all in right. That's the reason yeah. why he's not on this week. Right, good for him. Yep, I hope good. he's having a great time if he's actually listening to this.
0: Yep, he and his dad, so a good father-son bonding time.
1: I might listen to that, your next episode, just to see what his thoughts were on... Because this is such a marathon show. This thing's going to go on. Like, when I had to deal... When I I did Full Gear, the one where MJF won the title, Mm -hmm. I even had to say to myself, like, look, at some point, I'm going to pick two matches that I don't care about, and... I'm just gonna go walk around, look at the merchandise, or do something to kind of stretch out. And the event was very, very. I mean, don't forget me more. It wasn't a bad event, but it's so long that that's to me that's what I needed to kind of get through it, and it made the thing a lot things a lot easier for me. Um, The one, the one plus I will say
0: about the show is it's starting early. At you know, in London, it's a six o'clock show, like yes. the, the official card. The main pre shows at five, so time wise, is not, I don't think, is going to be an issue over
1: there. Yeah, Lent's going to be the issue, unless one of these goes short, which I could see There's one maybe or two one or two. two. Yeah, that can yeah. go short. Well, I see one going super long, but I'm yeah. sure we'll get to that. But yeah, all right, you ready for this main yep. card? Do you have anything Let's else get to my... it? So Let's get to have... it nine
0: matches on the main card and let you know what i'm just going to keep going by the order that i that they have here on sure sure. aew world tag team titles ftr defending against the young bucks this
1: is match number three Mm -hmm. so i've said this to you before if they go with the mjf and adam cole thing right after the pre-show like again if it was the second match and it goes right into that i would love to well i would love to see this main event either way right but i i think the only way it happens is if they do it the way i said where mjf and adam cole become the first match because they're just going to carry it over from the Mm pre-show uh i would like to see the young bucks win but i have a feeling they won't i'm not the biggest fan of ftr uh i don't I don't hate them like i i think they're good, but yeah, like I guess the thing is that annoys me is I think the the what annoys me is the people that like say they're good. they're like oh, they don't do any any flips or top rope suicide, and I'm like, I'm supposed to get excited for someone that doesn't do things <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, whereas the box I'm like always amazed in in their matches i'm um mm. You know, big bucks, and Ken- I was glad to see that they're they had re-signed a few weeks ago with Kenny and Hayman yeah. officially. I think that definitely would have been a uh, a big blow well, to the heart to the company if all four oh of them God, left. Yeah. Oh Cody God, yeah. Cody was only manageable because the other four stayed, or the other yeah. three more more or less is the Bucks and Kenny. Um, I see. Here's the weird thing: if that do- if this does main event. I think FTR wins, but if it doesn't, I kind of feel like the Bucks are going to win. Okay. Overall, I'm going to say, you know, the more I'm thinking about it, I think they're leaning towards MJF and Adam Cole main eventing. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Bucks. Okay. What do you think?
0: Um, I expect this to be a really good match. I, I really do.
1: Cause... I expect this to be matching the night, maybe other than one other one.
0: Yeah. I, okay, I agree with you there. My
1: only thinking
0: about this is, okay, let's say the Bucks do win. Who do they have as challengers? Like, who do you have them go against? Because it's obvious they're not going to work on Saturdays, right? I mean,
1: you know, yeah, you might be right with that one.
0: Um, but again, maybe they will. They'll surprise us. I I think FTR is going to win this one.
1: I think I'm changing my mind because of what you said. And also, I have a feeling that I don't think the Elite are going to be at all out. Hmm. I don't think any of them will be. I said this to someone earlier, so... If that's the case, then you have no tag team title match. So I'm, I'm changing it. I'm thinking FTR. Okay. One. okay. Uh, the next match is a four way
0: for the AEW Women's Title. Hikaru Shida defending against Tony Storm, Sereya and Britt Baker. Well, if you go first on this one, honestly, I kind of feel like this is the easiest pick of the entire show. Really? Because I think this is the hard, one of the harder ones. I think Soraya winning the title here Ugh. because it's just the show's in England. You know, she has this comeback, which it is a comeback. It really is. Like she, like five years ago was told you're never wrestling again. Makes this comeback, goes to AEW and she, you know what? She's been really good as a mouthpiece. Like, she's had a few matches. The matches have been all right. But as a mouthpiece, she's been really good. I really think this was going to be Jamie Hayter's moment. But but because of her shoulder, she's out for the rest of the year. I think Soraya's winning the title here. And Sheeta does not get pinned. I think
1: Britt gets pinned. Oh, okay. Yeah, Britt's easily going to be the one that I think that they... I, I, I Brits, out of four, all four of them, I think has the least chance of winning, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, that saddens me so much. Because remember how I mentioned before uh, that AEW event that I went to? hmm Well, the, one of the matches of the two that I chose to not watch to go take a look was was Soraya's return. It's was like, I'm not supporting this. I've never been a fan of her. Currently not a fan of her. Would hate to see her win here. Especially because she'd just won it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that big of a fan of what was it? it would be a two or three week title ring? Right. When did she August second is when she won the title. Okay, so by the time yes, yeah, so it'll be like three weeks from mm-hmm. I just feel like she deserves a real run because she was the pandemic champion. I agree. Basically. And this can be and then Tony Storm, I like her new gimmick. <laughs> I don't know. I guess she's stuck in time, right? <laughs> I'm like, this could be really good. I mean, Brits, whatever. I would. I mean, just because I don't like Soraya, because I, I would choose Brit over Soraya. But God, I really wish it would be Sheeta or Tony Storm. But I'm, I'm with you, and I think that's going to be friggin' Soraya, and I'm gonna be ups- I'm gonna be saddened by it because <laughs> she does. She does. Sheeta deserves better, and Tony Storm would have done wonders with. It, it won't be Tony Storm because she kind of just held it now that I'm yeah. thinking about it. Which sucks because whatever she was doing before wasn't great, but now it is. What she's doing now is great. Um, but, Bill, here's my big thing is whoever wins at the end of this match, you know what I love to see happen? What? This is where we get a return. Although you said it was going to be Mercedes coming in. No, that no, I, I,
0: I didn't say that it would be. I was just saying
1: there could be a possibility. All right, well, that's not the return one. You know what I Or return slash 11 You know what I want after this match? Whoever wins is standing there. Guess who's back to challenge for the title? Jade Cargill. Ooh. Good idea. She makes oh. the motion of, of she's coming for the title next. And boom, you've got your next feud with whoever it's going to wind up being good idea. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Love the other one. This is my plan B because and neither of these are probably going to work out cuz it's probably going to be fucking Mercedes. <laughs> um, plan B, similar to Jade Cargill but someone else comes in and it's Thunder Rosa. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. I mean that would be great if actually a Baker won and then Thunder Rosa comes out. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Baker's got a chance of winning though. I, I she's she's like I said the bottom of the list here of who I think's gonna win. Actually,
0: you know what? There was a video.
1: Well, uh, what if Thunder Rosa just attacks Baker at some point? Oh, just because, costs her to... yeah. That's yeah, and then deal. you still have Jade Cordell come in in the end. Mm-hmm. You that can would... still do that. But you know what's gonna be? Mercedes and here whatever <laughs> friggy she calls herself. What does she call herself? Mercedes Monet. No, no, doesn't you have like a thing like with her rings or something? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, it's calling you know, that though. I, no, you know what?
0: The other the other week I saw someone was like in the audience, I think it was for like a rampage taping, and Tony's in her robe, and someone's like, Hey, Marilyn Monroe! Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and I still it. In, Yeah, and then like she tells him to sit down, and he's like, Yes, ma'am. Yes, I ma'am. love
1: this gimmick. That was great. Why couldn't this be her gimmick when she was the champion? I don't know. I'm starting to I'm starting to like Tony Storm's new look here. I know, I really like it. And I was always thought Tony Storm was so bla and bland. Anyway, but yeah, I would rather be Sheeta or Storm, but I think it's gonna be Soraya. Yeah, but okay. you know what? Maybe they can all set it by having Cargill or Thunder Rosa come out. For mm-hmm. me, we'll have to see. Now the next match is the one that I think is the most predictable.
0: Yeah, no, you know what? You're you're right. This next one probably is very predictable. Darby Allen and the true undefeated streak of professional wrestling, Sting, against Swerve Strickland and now Christian Cage. In a coffin match. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say Sting is the true undefeated streak, he hasn't lost a match yet at AEW. Yeah,
1: I guess he hasn't. That's
0: right. That's the true streak. Forget about Goldberg. Forget about Undertaker. This is
1: the streak. <laughs> uh you want, know let's have you start on this one again.
0: Okay. So this is where I see ar fox getting involved because originally ar fox was scheduled for this match mm-hmm. and then on dynamite he got fired from the embassy and darby and ar made up so i i see ar still being involved in the match i could see him helping out darby and sting
3: Okay. Yeah. i don't go ahead i was just gonna say i don't
1: no why you wouldn't keep an AR Fox though if he was just gonna come in later. Right. Um I don't
0: know because I, I have not heard any rules explained if it's only one has to go in or both have to go in. I oh yeah. Heard. Either way, Darby and Sting are winning this match, and this is perfect because it sets up Darby and Luchasaurus for all out the next week, mm-hmm. so there you go, Darby and Al- Darby and Sting win.
1: Darby and Sting win. Uh, I agree with. I, I have to say, to be honest, that I definitely prefer Christian over Ar Fox. I'm glad they changed that at the very least. Uh, I don't have anything against Ar Fox, but I like right. Christian a little bit better. It, it also gives a little bit more against the odds with you know Luchasaurus and. Uh, prince nana being there and mm-hmm. so like i like the dynamic i mean I'm, I, I think i will see someone who i don't want to see though during this match probably which do you think they'll have nick wayne come in <laughs> i am so this guy is probably the second most overpushed person in this entire company and And he is not even really pushed because he lost his first match. Right. Dude, I'm just just really tired of Nick Wayne already. I really
0: am. You know what? I I do want to say, though, real quick. I was afraid he was going to be in it to this match. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Right. I am so glad that Prince Nana is going to be on this show. Like, I've watched him from Ring of Honor. He's Always been one of my favorite heel managers. And the fact that he's going to be a part of this. Oh, I'm so happy.
1: Yeah. And he's been around forever at this
0: point. Forever. So. Like he's had the whole Prince Nana gimmick is like one of my favorite gimmicks that no one really talks about. Cause it's like, Oh, he's a Prince of, well, I think it was like Nigeria or something. Right. And I don't really know if he's an actual, but he's so good. He's so good. I I would, if Prince Nana offered me money to kiss his feet, I would do it. I would do it.
1: <laughs> how, right. I'm going I'm to play Fantasy Booker here for a second. Even right. though I don't think this is going to happen, I'm going to roll this one on you and see what you think. Just like how I sh- gave you the uh, Jade Cargill Thunder Rosa thing. What okay. if all of a sudden Darby and Sting are outnumbered, Nick Wayne comes out. Uh, He gets beat up because who cares? Um, (laughs) He gets beat up by Luchasaurus to establish Luchasaurus as more of a monster. Right. Bad guy. They're all beating down Sting, Darby Allin. It doesn't look good. And actually, no, wait, hold. I I messed it up because I'm just going to say who comes out because I messed up what I was trying to do here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Edge comes out. Ooh. Edge comes out and helps Christian. Mm. and they see by, you're right I don't see Darby and Sting lose me. I'm, again I'm just playing fantasy book here what if yeah, yeah. Darby gets thrown in the thing because I don't think Sting would get thrown in the coffin to be honest with you and that yeah. leads to Edge and Christian versus Darby and Sting
0: you know what I was kind of hoping you were going to say what? that Big Show comes out as Captain Insano
1: <gasps> you know what <laughs> Oh, I want to try. I'll, I'm gonna find some. Oh, I know exactly where that's gonna go now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um. Anyway, so no, I messed. I messed up my lead up because I was like, wait, no, wait. I have Edge attacking Christian. That's not what I wanted. Right. <laughs> but no, if he does come in, Edge and Christian versus Darby and Sting. How do you feel about that?
0: The only problem is Darby already has a match for All Out.
1: I didn't say for a lot. I could, it could oh, be, in,
0: oh, in the future? Could yeah, be in i the be the yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, in Darby, the future, absolutely. Darby's yeah. buried in a coffin under the under this logic. Man.
0: Yeah.
1: But I do think, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think Darby and Sting win, and I think something kind of happens to lead up to Darby and Luchasaurus more.
0: And, and Darby said recently there's going to be no bidding war for him. He's staying in AEW, so. Which, in a
1: way, is really stupid because now he's not going to get himself any more money. In negotiations. Yeah. I, <laughs> to a degree I you know, I'm I'm with
0: you, but I think it's more of the freedom thing, you know. I
1: guess. So I don't know, you just however. never catch me saying, I'm I'm staying here forever.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh next match is a six man tag match. The golden elite Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page against Takeshita and Bullet Club Gold, Juice Robinson and Jay White.
1: I am definitely in that group of people that are very, very upset by this match because I feel like Kenny Omega should have a singles match. Okay. This is probably the match I don't care about the most. I, this is, there's a good chance. This is my, my like break. If I take a break or something like, you know, if I just want to like, I don't know, do do whatever? Um, it's either gonna be this or one other match that we haven't gotten to, right? Uh, actually, don't no, think well, we'll get to it anyway. Uh, I don't know. This to me, it's a flip of a coin because again, I feel like not, if one side wins, there's nothing major that's gonna happen. Versus if the other side wins, nothing major is gonna happen. Um, this just it. Just feels like this is a match that they were trying to get. Like, all right, we need to get. All right, what do we need? We need. We need Jay White on here still. We need Kenny Omega and we need Hangman. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we have two people. Let's throw in let's let's keep our um our our forbidden door stuff together. Let's bring in some outside talent and here we go. Here's a six right. man tag. Like it, it it feels more like a it doesn't feel natural, it feels like exactly what I said. Like here's why we're doing this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would have rather had Kenny versus someone else. it, okay, do Kenny Jericho again. We should have done. I think the thing that I'm going to be looking the most to seeing
0: in this match is if Kota Ibushi has changed body-wise since we saw him during Blood and Guts, because during that match, it looks like he had added, you know, some pounds on him. Okay. And he looked a little out of shape.
4: Okay. I'm, I'm not,
0: I'm not criticizing, you know, like him being out because, you know, you if you haven't been in the ring that much, it, it does happen. So, I want to see if he got himself in better shape for me. As far as this match goes, I do agree with the majority. Omega should have a one-on-one match here. This honestly should be Omega and Takeshita.
1: That's what this should be. Yeah, yeah, because, again, they were probably like, oh, we need Hangman on here. Right. And right there, you can't really do a triple threat with those three because Kenny Omega and Hangman are friends. And So what I
0: see happening, because I'm going to go back to a statement you made earlier where you said... None you think none of the elite will be at all out. Yes. I think Takeshta and Bullet Club Gold win this match. Omega goes on to Dynamite Wednesday and he says, Enough of the games, enough of the BS. I want Takeshta one-on-one. No, you've always had outside interference. You've always had someone there to help you. Let's just do it man to man nobody at ringside, just you and me. I think Mm. we get Omega and Takeshita at All Out. And this is what's going to lead to that match.
1: Okay, I I think that that could make sense, because that's why you wouldn't have done it one-on-one here, is because you want to do it one-on-one a week from here. Right. Okay.
0: Which, again, I don't know why you want (laughs) to wait an additional week, but...
1: By the way, so much for those rumors of... uh, Oh, if you buy both events, you're going to get a discount.
0: Yeah, kind of disappointed on that one.
1: I I think that was just a false room to begin with. Why would people want to make less money for the consumer?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, next match, Bill. Oh, uh, who did you have winning this one? Oh, I I don't think I said I didn't matter, but I. Oh guess yeah, it I didn't have... matter. That's right. no okay. That's... I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. Uh, hold on, yeah, let's okay. see. Uh, Bullet Club goal, just to continue the feud. Okay. All right. Now, this next one... Wait, who did you have? You didn't say anything. I had to catch the Bullet
0: Club Gold. Oh, okay. Now, this next one is just going to be craziness and pure fun. We are getting Stadium Stampede. So, it is Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and Penta El Zero Miedo against the Blackpool Combat Club, Santana and Ortiz. Now, this is where the other piece of news... Uh, comes in that I'd read during the week. Because the, Ray Phoenix was supposed to be in this match. Right. And if you didn't see Dynamite, he got taken out. He's not going to be on the show. Correct. The re- What I've read, the reason why he's not going to be on the show is because he is, and I want to word this right, he is very close... To getting U.S. citizenship. And. Like he's going to live in the U.S. He's going to be a citizen. And I guess either he. Or Tony or whoever. were like we don't want to take the chance. Of. You know him. Going to another country. While he's so close to getting citizenship. I don't know it's a it's a weird situation. But that's what I've heard. I can't say if it's true or not. So. That's what I've
3: heard. All right. Uh,
1: so yeah, this is going to be a great match. I think. I'm. Yes. I also think that this is going to be one of the longer matches of the night. Oh my god! It's yes. going to be like a half hour to forty minutes. I think. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the the participants? First of all, I am um I am happy that Santana Ortiz are back.
0: Right. Honestly, um, I can't complain about anybody in this match, really. Because, I mean, if, if you look at everybody in the match, we know the history Kingston has with Moxley, Claudio, Santana, and Ortiz. Orange and Wheeler Utah they've been fighting for the international title for a few weeks now. The best friends are always going to have Orange's back. Penta, you know, he and Phoenix and Pac, before he got injured, it looked like they were going to have something with the BCC. I am absolutely fine with everybody in this match. Yeah.
1: I also like that Kingston's back and is going after the Blackpool comic club because I feel like when they did Blood and Gus, that felt like a big missing part because... It was Kingston that was in Moxley's face for weeks before blood and guts. All of a sudden he's not in it. I'm like, and I know he was in new Japan.
2: Right.
1: I'm just saying it felt very empty that that never got settled.
2: Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Now it kind of is. Also, I definitely think that they should take advantage of using the entire stadium. I even mean the nosebleeds, like have a few guys in the nosebleeds that way it, it, at least feels like, you know, oh, you could, there was no bad scene because look, we got to see, you know, the Stadium Stampede match come right by us. So if they will stay in the backstage area or like, you know, just the bottom level, I think that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. You got to send at least three people in those bleeds.
3: Okay. I want to do this.
0: Because I, I actually was thinking of this while you were talking about your idea, which I actually am kind of for. Yeah. I know you're not really a betting guy. Okay. But I kind of want to do this. Sure. Over or under three times we hear wild thing during this
1: match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we, it's definitely over for sure.
0: Yeah, I may okay. Maybe three was a little too generous. I'll, I'll go four. How about that? I mean, you four, might as well.
1: You times. might as well have asked me: Is John Moxley gonna bleed? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's jump change, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, here's a good question: Do you think Danielson makes an appearance? Ooh. There's no disqualification. He's part That's of Blackpool Combat Club. That's true. He could be the reason they win. That's true. I know he's injured or whatever, but but he, he could he, still be used. Right, he could still be used. What if he go? Oh, all right. How about this? Like, what if he goes? He, I don't know. They fight like backstage, and they're they get thrown into the bathroom, <laughs> and like, and then all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, from the stalls, Daniel, Danielson comes from the stalls to make it a two-on-one against somebody, whoever's you know in that area, only to be saved by in the other stall, Captain Insano. Yes. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna say yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then you I promote see, Stadium Stampede.
0: Yeah, I say Danielson gets involved. <laughs> okay. Well, Captain Insano. That not not a bad place to put them, actually. And then that's
1: how you promote Fight Forever. <laughs> and, and then... Stadio, and then Bones later.
0: Hold on. Just to throw in for some shits and giggles, okay. Val Vetus is there, and he's like, Ooh. you're at a big show. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets knocked out. <laughs> Referencing from 99.
1: <laughs> wow, that's quite a throwback, Bill. Quite a throwback.
0: Although, honestly, I wouldn't touch... Val Venus within like a hundred feet right now because he's kind of on the the cuckoo side. Right is now. he really?
1: I don't. I heard oh
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually got taken off an independent show for saying <sighs> how Michelle Obama's a man and Barack is gay. Wow. Yeah, I thought he was uh, supposed to be doing porn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess they don't have a retirement
1: package. Guess not. Well, what? then what's he doing here? They don't have a retirement package for wrestlers either.
0: Good point. I don't know. I was just thinking back to that GTV bit. Uh,
1: that's a very—I have to say—that's a very random thing to think back to. Yeah, a very, very, very random. Something, something that what ran for one or two months at tops, maybe. Huh?
0: Big shot. <laughs> um. All right. Now, as far as this match goes, I—I I, got to take Blackpool on this one.
1: I agree, Blackpool, comic Club. I, I still feel Danielson's really, I do think legit Danielson's going to do something. Yeah. And I just, I'm trying to figure out if there's anyone else on the roster that is injured but can still do something, because they would possibly do something in this match. Too. Right. But other than, I mean, maybe you, I, don't know, I was going to say, maybe you throw in a Hardy Boy, because I it's they're not on here at all, but I don't know.
0: They're going to have somebody we're not thinking, probably.
1: Right. And hopefully not Goldberg. (laughs) We don't want Goldberg, damn it. I can tell you right now if Goldberg shows up here, I just might just stop watching (laughs) AD. I'm like, you have lost touch with your fan base.
0: I will get a call from Jim if that happens,
1: and I'll be like, that son of a bitch! That (laughs) motherfucker! Watch what's going to happen. Yeah, I'll curse. I'll, I'll curse. Yeah, I'll call you. I'll be mad. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Jeff Jarrett comes out, and we get an impromptu Jeff Jarrett-Grado match, and I'm like, you know what? All right, maybe I'll stick around with AEW.
0: Hey, you know you know what, though? Maybe if Jarrett shows up, he and Jeff Hardy could take my nef- could take Jacob's idea of after the match, go and have coffee.
1: Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. Because they are in London, so they could have a cup of you know A cup of tea. Oh, <laughs> tea?
1: Yeah, be like, oh, you know, how about after the match we go get a cup of tea? <laughs> is it, isn't it called a spot of tea? Oh, you're
0: right. It is a spot of tea.
1: You're right. Which, by the way, here's another prediction. I do think Jeff Jarrett and Grado are going to do something on this night. I'm I don't still think, waiting. I don't I'm think it's going to be a match, but I think it's going to – well, here's what I, I think – it's going to be like a cool down between one of the bigger matches. I think right. they're just going to have Jeff Jarrett come out and start talking crap and then like, you know, just insulting the UK. And then Grado's mm-hmm. music plays. Cause again, Grado, like I said to my friend, Grado is just like Robbie Williams where in the United States, they don't care about Robbie Williams for right. the most part, but really in the UK love they love him. So, same thing as same thing as Grado.
0: I wonder if they'll. I wonder if Tony Khan would be, because he has the money to do this. If he'd be willing to pay the money to play uh, Madonna's "Like a Prayer,"
1: I mean, I think that's the reason you bring him in. To be honest with you, I think, I think he would be off his rocker if he just bought Grado in without that song, because that's right. the UK people know him for exactly. So, yeah, I, but in real talk, though, do you actually, because that was a very early rumored thing, Jared yeah. and it was. Grado. but so was also Rob Van Dam versus Jack Perry, and that is isn't exactly seeing the light of day, so mm-hmm. do you think, what do you think? Do you think Jared and Grado find their way onto this card?
0: Maybe. I'm just going to say maybe.
1: I don't think it's going to be an official match. No, I mean, no, 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 no,
0: no. I, I like. I could see maybe he and or Jeff and Karen come out. The insult the crowd. Grado comes out, and then some other British personality comes and makes the save. Okay. Because I can't really think of any British celebrities at this
1: point in time. You right? could even Google
0: one. I mean, I mean, I know there's like four members of Monty Python still alive, but I don't think they'd come out to save Grado.
1: <laughs> Why not? I think Grado's a, Grado seems like a pretty good guy to me. They're in their 70s, maybe 80s. <laughs> I'm just looking right now. Okay, I'm, look, I'm looking at, like, yougov.co.uk. John, the Ministry of Silly Walks. The most famous people, <laughs> fame is defined by the percentage of people who have heard of a person from YouGov. Number one, J.K. Rowling. No. All right, let's go top five. Let's see. Wait, what? Oh, this isn't people from the UK. This is who the UK people know, because I was like, number five, Britney Spears. Get out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Here we go. Famous people from the United Kingdom. No, not Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, no, that, <laughs> that would be great. That would be nice. Holy shit. Can you, you imagine you know, I should have the chant, "God save the queen, God save the queen," <laughs> and then she comes. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I'm trying, I mean, uh, Dua Lipa's apparently from London, England. Emma oh. Watson, those Tom Hardy—those
0: are two attractive women right there.
1: <laughs> then it goes to William Shakespeare and Winston Churchill, <laughs> David Bowie. Oh. Oh, um, Ed Sheeran is apparently from Halifax, West oh. Yorkshire, in England. So there you go. Who, Ada. Who, who's the one after Emma Watson? Uh, I don't know. i got to go back. Let me see. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Tom Hardy. Oh, the actor. Okay. Yeah. London, England. Uh, let's see. I think so far. Oh, Adele. Adele can help Grado. <gasps> Harry Styles! How did I not think of him?
0: I mean, he is rumored to do the halftime at the Super Bowl next year, so.
1: I wouldn't mind him. Who else is in the running for that, real quick, while I look at more I, England the people? The latest
0: I've heard, it's a combo of him and Miley Cyrus.
1: I wouldn't mind that at all. Okay, so. Oh, what else? Sir Elton! He does the theme song already. Uh, he's uh, You uh, know, He's retired now. He can do this. I know. Oh my God, Sir! Can you imagine Sir Elton helping Fredo? Oh,
0: that (laughs) would be. Meanwhile, I'm making out. Meanwhile, I'm making out with Dua Lipa and Emma Watson on the side.
1: (laughs) And then Emily Blunt shows up because she's from London. All right. Out of all of them, in all seriousness, it should be Sir Elton.
0: Yeah, it should be.
1: Or Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Oh no, he's from Johnstone, Scotland.
0: Eh, I I kinda give him a pass on this one.
1: Paul McCartney. No, I think Sir Elton is the way to go, even yeah, though yeah. I don't think that song fits a wrestling show at all, but it's my own opinion. As long as he comes out to Benny and the Jets, that I'd be happy. Okay, I like Benny and the Jets. I also like the song from Sing One. Uh was well, it, I'm still I still standing. I'm still standing, yeah. I <gasps> that's what it should be. You know why? Because Jeff Jarrett hits Grado with the guitar and Grado keeps getting up. And then you start here. Have, do, you, da, da, da. have yeah. you ever
0: seen the music video to that song? Which one? I'm still standing. Yes. It's
1: weird. He's on a it beach.
0: and it, freaking weird, but it's funny. It is. <laughs>
1: uh, and then at I've, the end, after Elton helps Grado, um, he duets with Grado in Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, as they walk, as they make their way to the back, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road plays. And <laughs> oh, you know what? Real quick, Go ahead. Um, I guess. Okay, guess who's going to be at? I think I told you this. Who's going to be at GCW next weekend?
1: You did tell me. It's a kid's character, right? Yes. I, it was some. I mean, it was it's a kid's character. Baby Bop. That's right, Baby Bop. Well, I I think Barney's getting a movie, so I guess that makes sense. (laughs) Barney's getting another movie. I love you. You love me. I just can't believe that they found a way to bring Barney back, just like how Chris Jericho found a way to get his band on this (laughs) show.
0: (laughs) Great transition, because the next match is Will Ospreay against Chris Jericho.
1: Is that the only reason that this is happening? Like, yes, yes. Because for yes. those wondering, he did announce on some one of the social sites that that Fozzie's gonna be there. I was like, okay, was that the goal all along? Is that why it's not a multi? are not a multi man match and now all of a sudden I don't care about this match at all. I'll be honest with you. I don't mind Ospreay. In fact I thought Ospreay versus the uh, versus Kenny was the best match from Forbidden Door, but God, I don't care about this match at all. Um,
4: if
0: Jericho brings his A game, I think this is going to be an under, like under the radar match for match. Of, if, if he brings his A game, right. under the radar match for match of the night. Not saying it will, but there's a possibility. Um. I I just it's it's Osprey because you got to continue the feud with Jericho and Callis, right? Who like, has become one of my favorite people to watch as of late.
1: See, I was hoping when they did the whole picture thing and the reveal, and it looked like Jericho was going to join Don Callis. I was like, okay, great, this could be Jericho's with Don Callis, and there's our Jericho versus Omega match. But that was not to be, right?
3: Uh, I'm going to say that Jericho wins. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay.
0: What do you say? I say Osprey. Okay. This is, I think, our first – no, our second disagreement. Yeah. Because the other one was Jack and Hook, so –
1: yeah, that's true. Okay.
0: For those that want to go back from, like, an hour ago.
1: Yeah, or keeping score. <laughs> but for some reason, aren't fantasy booking Sir Elton John as part of this card? Yes.
0: Well, I have to believe I'd ever watch it in my arms. God,
1: okay. you, I just keep thinking more of how much sense it would make for Sir Elton John to show up on the show. I know,
0: right? Because
1: of the theme song, too. That's the thing. Because he does the thinking? Collision theme song. I don't think so. I don't think I heard at least. It doesn't matter. If you get the right amount of money, he'll do it. Tony
0: Tony Khan will pay the money. Yeah. Okay. Next match is for the real world championship
1: CM Punk against Samoa Joe. All right. I like the match. I hate almost everything else about this. I hate. (laughs) The real world champion thing. I don't I, I don't actually hate Punk. I just actually hate the real world champion thing. And right. we've talked about this off the air. I hate it because, number one, he bought it and it was like, I was never beaten for the title, but he was actually beaten the week before. So, like, shouldn't mm-hmm. you be undefeated when you announce, like, since you've returned right. to announce this? I, I'm annoyed that MJF has said nothing about this at all. Like, what's his problem? For shit's engaged... So, okay, let me make it clear. Right now, I, I think this is an easy one. CM Punk wins. But I would kind of like it for Joe to win because that way this shit storyline could get even shittier. Because then what are you going to say? Samoa Joe versus MJF for the unified title? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you know what? I'm going to take back my previous statement about. The women's match being the easiest one to pick. I think this is the easiest one to pick. Punk is winning this match. <laughs> There's just... Although, I... And then, real quick. To all of those who are saying the GTS that he gave to Joe last week was like the weakest one ever. You try picking up a 300 plus pound guy and hitting a move on him. Let's see you try that. Wow. it's not very angry, Bill. Well, it's just I'm so... Look, does Punk deserve shit when he deserves it? Yeah, he does. But that one, I give him a pass. Joe's a big guy, Mm -hmm. you know. I
1: just, I I just hope at some point within the next two weeks he just turns heel, like officially. Because I hate this whole half the crowd likes him, half the crowd doesn't. Mm -hmm. It's very, very John Cena ish, which is bad because that's like. Where you're forcing people to—I mean, look—the thing is, wait, like, I—I'm not watching. I, I hate the whole like, well, he, he's polarizing. He's getting a reaction. I'm like, yeah, because some people just don't like him in general. So, right. and I'm—I'm I'm not against punk actually. Even though I like the elite, I'm—I don't mind punk at all. But I am annoyed that he's not full-fledged heel yet because I hate the whole half the crowd cheers for you, half for you, and, and nothing has changed at all because he certainly. He doesn't act like a bad guy, so I can't even say, yeah, yeah. for the most part. Like, sometimes it's mic work, I'm just like, okay, now you're leading bad guy. Fucking choose a road. That's a little asking.
0: Maybe he'll say goodbye Yellow Brick
1: Road. Maybe he will, and then Sir Elton will come out again. <laughs> oh boy! I thought would be, maybe Punk is friends with Sir Elton. Maybe He's the one that got the song, probably. Alright.
0: Uh, then we have... The World Trios title on the line, House of Black defending against Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed.
1: This is another match that I think should have been moved to All Out. I don't think there's a reason for this.
0: I I mean, I could have gone either way on this one. I'd have been fine
1: either or. And this is the one, remember I mentioned earlier, the one guy I can argue hasn't been there is Billy Gunn. Like, he's not really a very consistent performer.
0: Right. Right. So,
1: like, he's the guy I would argue that, um, you know, it's kind of just there. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I, and I've never been a fan of the trio's title. I, I don't get them. I It's just a tag team, but with one other person. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I never liked the idea of the trio's title, but clearly they're sticking with it. Uh, I don't know because I want to say that House of Black wins, but, after doing all this stuff with Billy Gunn, it kind of feels like that might be the route that they're going to go. Yeah. Because House of Black has fight, fought like, almost every trio they could at this point, too. Pretty much. I mean, unless you're going to do more of the Golden Elite, Bushi, <laughs> Omega, and Page, Which they can, I guess. The right. Eventually. I don't know. Let me let you go first on this. What do you think? I
0: I just think the way... It's been built the last couple of weeks. I'm kind of thinking the acclaimed and Billy Gunner winning this match.
1: Okay, I'm going to agree with you because mostly because of the Billy Gunn stuff, and I kind of missed it. But why is he back now? Like, what was the reason why he decided to take his boots off and then decide to not take them off? Like, what was going on with that? Okay, so he so they had fought a,
0: on Collision a few weeks prior, right? House of Black won the match. Yes, and
1: this is where he took his boots off right. and put them that's in the ring. He took and took
0: his boots off and it was like, I'm done. Right. So the Acclaimed kept his boots. Mm-hmm. And then the House of Black, a couple weeks ago, attacked them, took his boots, and then they put the boots in a trash compactor, and that's what brought Billy Gunn back.
3: So he was he ran out with no shoes on? I wish. <laughs> well I'm saying is since they have
1: his boots. Uh I know. All right, fine.
0: All right. Yeah, Billy Gunn,
1: I'll save for the win here. Alright. And now to
0: the main event. The AEW World Championship MJF against Adam Cole.
1: So let me first ask you before we start this discussion, how do you feel about the build up? How do you feel about everything
3: going on there? Um,
0: all right. As far as how we got to this point, when they did that tag tournament, I completely forgot of like, oh, NJF's going to give Adam a title shot. I completely forgot about that. I didn't even think of it. And then, you know, as we were getting closer and closer to this show, I was like, what's going to main event this show? Because I had, like, I, I couldn't think of anything. And then when MJF, you know, did the thing where it was like, I'm going to give you a shot, or I'm going to give you your match, but not, you know, not this match. I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. biggest the match, right. Yeah, the match. And it's like, wow, I honestly forgot about that. And that's something, like, if you, like, on a good TV show, they can do that and get away with it. Here, they kind of did. Like, Mm -hmm. you forget about it, and then it's like, oh, my God, that's right. You know, the segments have been all right. I I think what happened at the bounce place where they threw dodgeballs at kids was – I did like the dodgeball throwing at
1: kids thing, yeah.
0: And and then the one a couple weeks ago where they were at Outback Steakhouse (laughs) trying to learn about Aussie Open – It was dumb, but it was funny. And that's where Jacob learned to start doing the kangaroo kick. Right. So, um, would this have been the match I would have gone for? Maybe not, but I can live with it. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what other match you could have put in this position.
1: Well, I tell you right now, I would have put MJF versus Punk based on the real world champion thing. Right. Which maybe they are thinking that because maybe this is MJF winning and then Punk winning and that's all out. That's an easy build. I have thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I like the dodgeball portion of the build up. The other stuff I could not get behind. I'm like, this feels very, very WWE-ish to me. Where I'm just like, right. oh, yuck! Like, and I. It's not like a, I mean MGF's kind of been down this road before too like mm-hmm. that's like you know he was friends with Chris Jericho I I feel like he was friends with someone else in AEW I like, can't think of where like he tries to be friends and it's just a matter of oh who's going to turn on who Right I and then for, as far as Adam Cole goes God, I I mentioned Nick Wayne I think is the like second most over person in AEW. I'd say uh, Adam Cole is the number one most over person in this company. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, think about it. He kind of came in. He's, like, immediately in top matches. Then he main events against Hangman twice on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Then, like, at some point, he wins the Owen Hart thing for the first year. He – I forgot even why he was out. Remember, he was out for many, many months. Right. So he comes in, he comes back to be the star of All Access, basically, or whatever they called that show, mm-hmm. uh, the AEW reality show. To now he's fighting MJF for the title. Right. He is the most overpushed. I, I'm like I'm pretty much tired of Adam Cole at this point. I, I would it would be a real bummer if he to me, much like Soraya, if he won the title. Like I just like uh all right, I don't, I don't know about this company, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I am interested in this match because I could see it going a lot of different ways. Yeah. For, first off, again, this could be the first match of the night if it's the tag match and then this match as the opener. Mm-hmm. But let's say it's not. I think I told you, I wish i remember who I heard this from or who I read it from, the great idea of Adam Cole beats MJF, and it looks like he won the title, but it turns out when Adam Cole signed that contract that he didn't even look at, he signed for a non-title match. Right. Which would immediately give reason for another match at All Out.
2: hmm
1: But if that's the case, this can't be the main event then. Yeah. Like, that's that's the situation where MJF versus Adam Cole is the first match. The other thing that they could do is have MJF win, and at the end of the show, here comes CM Punk. And they kind of look at each other belt to belt as they go off the air. And then mm-hmm. there's your all-out match for next week. Um... What do you think of those two situations? And what do you think is the most likely situation here? Okay.
3: Of the two, i if we're talking
0: about immediately doing it right now, option one is the most likely option, I think. Because they probably want to save Punk and MJF for full gear. Mm-hmm. That's what I think the road could be.
3: Now, Fro had an idea last week
0: where he said they win the tag titles and then Cole turns on MJF, wins the world title. And, you know, it's like this whole, like, I've been fooling you this whole time. Right. I had an idea last week. Because what I see happening is they face each other again at all out. And I know that's not what you want to hear. But here's how I think this happens. So you have the end of the match. MJF hits his move. He goes for the pin. One, two, three. But Adam had his foot on the rope. The ref never sees it. MJF never sees it. And then on the flight home, MJF watches the match back, goes to dynamite, and is like, I made a mistake, or not I made a mistake, but there was something that happened. It was a complete accident. I'm giving Adam Cole another shot to continue Mm -hmm. this whole Adam Cole is my best friend thing. And then maybe that's where you have Cole turn on MJF. Maybe it's a week too late, but. You know,
1: I I don't know what's going to happen. That's There's what I mean. Like, That's what makes it interesting to me. It's like I actually I have, like, five different ways this can go, and two of those ways are dependent if they're the second match in the dark match or not. Mm-hmm.
0: There's so many different ways. And then, and then we also have to take into effect Roderick Strong. I was going to
1: say that, yeah, because they're not going to do something without him being involved somehow. Mm-hmm. Even if there's something stupid, just a small interference, that means nothing, but he still has to do something, because otherwise, none of that means anything.
3: Exactly.
4: Uh, I I
3: think, I, I think for me, what I would do
1: is I would just have MJF win on this show, just, you know, maybe... I don't know how, but he wins at this show, mm-hmm. and then we do mjf cm punk at all out because it's not look they've already fought twice so it's not like there's a lore there of ooh what happens if cm punk fights mjf right we've, we've seen it twice already in fact they're one and one so yeah. this is easily how they can make this special mjf wins there so i have mjf going to ch- as the champion and i think mjf keeps the adam cole friendship going i think that I think that AEW is seeing how people are enjoying the MGF Adam Cole stuff. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: I think they're going to have it keep going. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're still, like, thinking about it early, like, you know, like, maybe until early next year. Yeah. Uh, One thing that I I thought would be a good idea eventually is, and this would be, I think, something that I would get behind, is – like at some point in January or February, I guess I, maybe it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a paper- it doesn't have to be a pay view it could be just one of their like shows that they do, you know the bigger right. dynamite shows mm-hmm. and MJ is fighting someone let i don't know like he's fighting someone, and Adam Cole turns on him and costs him the match. Because, and I'm sure I'm mixing all this up. This is just ideas that are coming to my head right now. Mm-hmm. He cost him the match. But the bigger reason for him costing him the match is that he was—he thought he was doing the right thing because MJF might leave in
3: 2024. Yeah. Maybe even, like, there's a hint and a nod that maybe... Tony Khan was in on it as well, mm-hmm. to make sure that
1: MGF did not leave with the title. Because I know there's a there's something going on in December, like where apparently they're going to be in Montreal. Oh, okay, but I don't think you do it there because it's too obvious. I think yeah, what happens is they do it in January because in their month because everyone's to the unthinking that oh he's leaving at the end of December because you're doing this, you know, thing of 2024. Mm -hmm. What what, what does he call it again? Was it the, uh, the bidding war of 2024. Right. So once it's 2024, you're like, Oh no. And then he's like, Oh, actually do have one other match in me that I have to do? And he picks like someone that's maybe kind of easy. And Adam Cole costs in the match. Mm He's his friend because he, uh, he was kind of told to by Tony Khan. right? I mean, like, I don't think any of that's going to happen, to be honest with you. Right. But but that's just what I have in my head right now, is that he's... I do think Adam Cole's going to be the one that turns. I don't think it's going to be MJF. No. Perhaps, really. But the worst-case um, scenario for me is Adam Cole legitimately leaves all in with the title. That's the worst-case scenario for me.
0: I mean, eventually, I do see Adam Cole turning on MJF. I yeah. just don't know when. Um, I think MJF goes over on this one. Okay. I don't know how. I mean, you and I and Fro, we've come up with many different situations, conclusions. I I just don't know how it'll happen, but mm-hmm. I think MJF is going to keep the
1: title. Okay. I agree. I Ultimately, I agree. I think it's going to be MJF wins, and I do think it's going to be MJF Punk at All Out. That's why it would be really funny if Samoa Joe actually wins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, one of the other things that annoys me about this is, why isn't Samoa Joe being like, you realize the thing you're carrying around isn't real? i'm like why is he going along with this and be like yep i'm the challenger right (laughs) yeah you know that belt it really isn't real like it's not it's not you're not really the champion you realize that right (laughs) this this is this isn't a a a, uh
0: recognize title
1: this isn't like the election deniers (laughs) 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 you realize that's like, yeah, you, you have that, but you're not the champion. But see, but you, the weird thing is, he's not the only one that goes, Chimocho's not the only one that goes along with it. Everyone sees me going along with it. It's like, you, have you ever seen The Office? Yeah. Okay, do you remember the episode where Nellie takes over The Office? I believe I do. Yeah, where she just sits in Andy's office. And because she's sitting there, everyone just accepts her for no good reason as the new boss. Just because right. like, that's what this is. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure when he, he fought, um, Oh, who the frick did CM Punk fight last? Uh, I'm pretty sure they announced him as the real world champion. Oh, like, why? Why are the announcers? Why are this the ring announcer as well? Like, what, uh, what is making you say all this? Like, if it was me and I was the referee, if I was the referee, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not holding that belt up. You know, when they hold it up at the beginning of the match? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't under, I, don't- I that's why I hate this story so much. None <laughs> of it makes sense to me.
0: <laughs> oh, my. Um, Real quick, before we wrap this up. Uh, I, I do want to mention on a side note, uh, besides AEW All In happening on Sunday. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This I don't week, even... do you? I think so. What? Tyrus, yes, yes. The NWA 75th anniversary show two two nights, Saturday and Sunday. Tyrus defends the title, of the NWA title against EC3. Tyrus Smash. And if Tyrus loses the title, he's retiring.
1: Okay, well,
0: maybe we'll be, be at AEW if he loses. We're, don't, don't worry, folks. We are not previewing that show. I just wanted to throw it
1: out. If I mean, I would be willing to preview Tyrus. Like, do you think Tyrus wins or not? I don't know. I, I, I feel like...
0: See, the thing with EC3 in general because the only ones that ever really did it was Impact. Mm-hmm. Was, it's like, he's right there. Like, he could be the next guy. But the trigger never gets pulled. Right. I wonder if that's the thinking with Billy Corgan. Is like, I
1: want to do it, but is it worth it? Well, I mean, you know. the thing is, Tyrus does get some play here because he's on that Fox News
4: right. show. Right.
1: So, what does he really benefit from EC3 getting it? Nothing. Nothing. What are we going to have? Start having control your narrative matches? No, that's not <laughs> happening here. So, yeah, just let Tyrus keep it, and that way I can yell out Tuesday Night Tyrus every night or every no. Tuesday. And Tyrus Smash. Tyrus Smash. <laughs> that's his thing yeah hashtag tyrus smash
0: yeah i just wanted to bring that up real quick because i'm there's no way i'm going to be able to watch that show or do i really care about it so
1: i mean you didn't think that i wouldn't know about the greatness of tyrus i i kind of doubted you on that one What i mean what are they going to give it to Friggin' murdoch get out of here i think murdoch's got another match so you don't have to worry about that well i don't i'll be honest with you i don't know about any other matches except tyrus yeah. Because they have so many belts I don't care. I think they have more belts than WWE. Well, we talked no. about that. No, we talked about it. I think they do. I think you they know. have like about two or three of them. Two or That's three more. Right.
0: Yep, yeah, you're right.
1: And it's disgusting. And now there's never the news with like I... a women's television title. I'm like, are you never thought me? I'd see the day. <laughs> uh all right. Okay. Alright, so in conclusion for all in, overall thoughts and here's something that'd be fun to guess. What time do you think this event ends? Okay.
0: As far as the show, on paper, this is not the best looking card. No, not at all. On paper. However, and this is something I have noticed over the years, especially with AEW, after they have a pay-per-view or a major show that is critically considered a bad show like Double or Nothing was this year. I didn't think it was that good except for the last two matches.
2: Yeah.
0: They usually get it together and hit a home run
3: and they have mm-hmm. a hell
0: of a show. I think with the crowd being how big it is,
3: I think they're going to deliver on this one. I, I, they
0: may even over deliver on this one. Right. And I was thinking in my head, okay, we know it's eighty thousand plus. I'm just thinking in my head, okay, what's the final number going to be? So and and, and you don't have to do this, Jim. I'm not gonna make you do no, this. No, sure, that's fine. Okay. No, we can do this. Let's... I think the
1: final number
0: is going to be eighty two thousand five hundred.
1: Okay. Eighty two thousand five hundred. How much can the place hold?
0: Uh I read it's set up to hold eighty five thousand.
1: I should say eighty two thousand five hundred and one just <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? No, I'm gonna say I'll take Jesse Ventura. <laughs> I'm gonna say they're not gonna have an even number. Like they're not gonna say eight eighty four thousand. Right. Um I mean, is sellout considered
3: 85000
1: Yeah. Okay. So I feel like they're going to say something over that. Like, and they're going to say, oh, because we opened some late-minute production seats. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with 84500 Okay.
0: There it is. That that's a reasonable number too. I I don't know what the final. We'll we'll find out on Sunday what the final number is. So,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, if they had Hogan on the show, that'd be like <laughs> one hundred twenty thousand. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wrestled Andre the Giant in front of two hundred thousand people, brother.
1: <laughs> and I I didn't know that if if when we went in there, if he was going to do business or not. We had to kind of talk him into that. <laughs> That's an, I think there's another big one of his. Is like I didn't really know if I was going to win that one.
0: After I slammed him, he died in a locker room, brother.
1: Can you imagine if Hogan shows up at all in?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know AEW Maniacs? He's like, brother, all right. This one, I'm, I'm going to come in there, but I need an agreement, dude. I need to have me go over that punk guy. <laughs> you know, brother, because he's been doing the light drop to you, yes! and I haven't really been appreciating it. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, I could so see that happening. I and, really... and and brother, punk, if you know, if he doesn't want to do business, then we might have to find a way to make him do business. Oh my god. Oh my god. That would be You know that he's, in all reality, I 100% can see him being really annoyed at CM Punk for all that stuff. Yes. He is not someone that is like, Haha, that's pretty funny. He's someone like, dude, bro- brother? Huh? Mm-hmm. Brother, can I <laughs> can I sue him? That's <laughs> copyright infringement to Hulk Hogan. Yes. And while I'm thinking about it, dude, to Terry Bollea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright. Overall I said I think the car is gonna deliver I mostly all the time, AEW always delivers in terms of their pay per views. It's the T V that sometimes is like, mm-hmm. maybe not so much. Yeah. Although the real test is gonna be all out the next week because yes. you only know, got a week of build for that one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Bill I guess you have anything else you want to bring up here?
0: No, I think we should start uh, plugging our stuff and then head on out. So, Jim, uh, why don't you tell everyone about what
1: we got this week for Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Oh, the over-three-hour season finale of Recoded. Yes, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we know, I'm I'm sure you'll see or listen and hear how much Bill loved that second half of Recoded. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, As far as I go... I'm still doing the video game stuff on Twitch and YouTube. That's podcasting. I have 13 Days of Halloween coming up on October 7th. Um, a new video every other day featuring The Last of Us Part 2. Um, and also I'll have 25 Days of Christmas as well, which uh, is probably going to feature, unless things change, the uh, the Miles Morales game. Because um, okay. that's done around Christmas. So. Okay. Uh, let's see, and that's pretty much it. That's podcasting on Instagram. I'm again, I'm doing a lot of all in hype there on my story, so check that out. Yeah. Um,
0: you guys, if you have any questions or comments, email that wrestling show11 at gmail.com. Follow the show on whatever Elon Musk is calling it today. I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> wrestling Show Eleven, uh, Instagram, that wrestling show, and our Facebook group, that wrestling show fan group. And uh, I'll plug real quick uh, this week's episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where I review the episode holiday special. Oh, yeah, holiday <laughs> special! So, you get me tortured twice in the one weekend with Recoded and this episode. There you go. So, Jim, thank you for coming on to do this show. Uh, no hope problem. thanks for having again me again in the near future next week. We will get Fro's reaction, his adventures in London. Plus, not only do we review this show, but we preview Payback and All Out. Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Yep, that's what we do here.
1: Good luck. That's going to be a long show.
0: Yeah, that will be. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. We'll talk to you
3: all next week.